Halo, halo, Sacred Icon listeners. We used to do ads for other people, but I decided, why don't we do one for ourselves? Whether you're here listening to us for the first time or you've heard every episode, I'd like to briefly tell you what we're about and how you can support us. We have been doing this podcast since 2019, and with that has come lots of changes. We started as a primarily Halo-only show, but have evolved, combat evolved, over the years to talk about a wide variety of things in the realm of nerd culture. As you can imagine, we've made numerous changes to our platforms, usernames, and emails over the years, so now is the time for me to set things right and give the Covenant back their bomb. You can join our Discord by clicking the link included on our podcast feed. You can also send us an email or a voice message at sacrediconpodcast at gmail.com. We have a YouTube channel at youtube.com slash sacredicon, and we no longer use Twitter or X or whatever else the kids are calling it these days. So if you see someone who looks like us there, just know it's not us. Lastly, you can support us on patreon.com slash sacredicon and receive a bevy of bonus content. We're so glad you chose us to be the voice in your ear on this particular day and hope you enjoy the episode ahead. Hey, how's it going? How you doing, man? Not too shabby, not too shabby. Man, I've just been on the Star Wars craze lately. Awesome, awesome. Um, yeah, so I, I just went I just got back from seeing Rise of Skywalker for the third time. Oh, nice. I've only seen it the once, so the one time, yeah. So man, my thoughts are all over the place and like I feel like and I don't know if you're this way, but like as time goes on, your opinions with Star Wars will change. Definitely, for sure. Um but yeah, man, it's weird because like well, first of all, before before I get into that, like, what do you like? Do you know your Star Wars ranking? Like, if you were to rank them, yes, I do. Most of it, yeah. I mean, I I haven't really because I've only had Rise of Skywalker the one time. Yeah, it's kind of hard where I where I put it. Um, I'd have to say as of right now, even though I do have some some gripes with it overall, I'd say it's probably my favorite of the sequel trilogy. Oh, okay, cool. So I probably put it a. See, here's the thing, though, because I, it's very hard to judge all three of these films, because um, it feels the Rise of Skywalker feels like a, a sequel to The Force Awakens, and not so much, um, The Last Jedi. Um, but yeah, I think probably the Rise of Skywalker right now might be recent uh, recency bias, but it's right now it's my favorite. Hmm. Yeah, see, okay, so, like, let me give you where I'm sitting right now. Okay, so, I grew up with the original Star Wars trilogy, and that was the first thing I was exposed to, and then the prequels came out, and I watched them as well. You follow me, Matt? Yep, oh, yeah. Making sure. Um, so, and when the when the prequels came out, I was, I was only, like, uh, you know, I was only, I was born in 92, so I was pretty young. Um, but even as a kid, I really wasn't that big of a fan of Phantom Menace or Attack of the Clones. It was Revenge of the Sith. I really liked. Correct. Yeah. Even as a kid. Um, but I was pretty much just a casual Star Wars fan. Um, pretty much all the way till Force Awakens came out and then Force Awakens came out and I saw that opening night in the theater with Josh and I just adored it. I loved it so much. And, uh, Force Awakens just kind of like it made me like Star Wars a lot more. It just kind of deepened my my love for Star Wars. So ever since Force Awakens, I talked about Star Wars a lot more, you know, read up on lore a lot more, been to 
all the movies right when they came out. And uh, I think I think Force Awakens is my favorite. It always seems like it's the one I come back to, my favorite Star Wars film. I'm not saying nice. it's the best. I don't think it's the best one. Um, but I would say I think it's my favorite because I just keep coming back to it. For, and it's been years now since that movie. Almost five years since Force Awakens came out, dude. I, I think Maybe. out of... I think out of all of the sequel trilogy, I feel like The Force Awakens handled um, the OT characters the best. Mm-hmm. I know it's kind of crazy because Luke and Leia aren't in it that much, but yeah, um, I think Han Solo was... Uh, I think out of all of them, I think Harrison Ford probably gave the best performance as, yeah. as like a continuation of his character. And it was kind of almost... Uh, uh, it's paid off in The Rise of Skywalker, but I really kind of like... Uh, uh Hans you know arc throughout the the uh the Star Wars trilogy that he's in because I think one of the best parts about the Force Awakens is just hearing Han admit that the Force is real yeah and I think just for that it's kind of like oh Han came full circle on the whole thing and yep. it, it's just kind of a, a beautiful moment I thought yeah for sure dude Han was just uh just as good as he always was in that movie yep yep I agree and I think um, you know his interaction with Chewbacca is gold. So, yeah, for sure, dude. So yeah, I loved. So I love Force Awakens. I was so happy with it. And then Last Jedi came out. And when Last Jedi came out, I really enjoyed the movie, entertainment wise. But I had all the same problems most everybody else did. You know, the mm-hmm. ones, the ones that you've heard a million times. Canto bite. Rose is a character. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, yeah. All all the ship chasing. All the things that everyone's already talked about it a million times. So even though I liked it and I saw it multiple times in theater, I had all these things I didn't like about it, you know, and there was things I did like, like I really did like, like everything on the Island with Luke. And I really liked the Snoke, the Snoke, uh, like death and the, the fight with the Praetorian guards. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I love that stuff. But when last Jedi ended, I think a lot of us are, we're all thinking, where does it go from here? Like, what's the third one going to look like? Mm-hmm. Well, the, the cool thing, I mean, I'm, I'm still not a huge fan of the last Jedi, but one of the things that I really, really liked about it was that they were touching on the idea of balance, mm-hmm. the balance of the force. And I thought, Oh, that's such a good place to delve into it. Because the whole the whole Star Wars trilogy is about finding balance in the Force, and so I thought, oh, okay, they're really going to kind of explain how you balance the Force, and so I really like that kind of intricacy that Luke Luke and Snoke were having this thing of powerful light, powerful dark, and I thought, oh, they're going to explain why balance wasn't permanent in the the you know the OT, and that it was going to become you know like a focal point. And I think that was something that Ryan was leading to was that this idea of balance between Ray and Kylo, because I mean, at the end of, at the end of uh, the last Jedi, it is just Ray and Kylo. And so you kind of see that, Oh, he was going for this balanced approach, you know, Snoke's gone, Luke's gone, because in my opinion, I think Palpatine was thought of as an afterthought. I think, I don't think he was, I don't think he was telegraphed. (laughs) From the beginning so when ryan killed snoke he was really going for this balance idea and so um i mean obviously leia was um leia was a jedi that we find out later so i see a lot of things just kind of contradict but um i was really really intrigued by the idea of balance and diving into that and it's it didn't 
go the way that I think um, they set up. I don't think balance mm-hmm. – I think Rise of Skywalker doesn't balance the Force the way uh, The Last Jedi sets it up because at the end, the only person that's alive is Rey. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of leaves me at the end where I'm like, well, the only person that's alive at the end of Return of the Jedi – was luke so have we really balanced the force yeah see that's this is where this is why i want to talk to you because this is where i'm at right now and i was building i'm building towards what this discussion is mostly going to be about is so i was disappointed with last jedi like a lot of other people and i was i kind of had i hate to admit it but i had this thought of rise of skywalkers i'm probably gonna it's probably gonna be better because it wouldn't be hard to top last jedi is what i thought yeah yeah I had and that I, thought. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people did. Now, when I went and saw Rise of Skywalker, I absolutely loved the f- the film. I was super entertained the whole way through. I thought a lot of it was really cool, a lot of fun, really enjoyed it, got me hyped back up again. And I've been talking about Star Wars for weeks. I've been reading stuff, rewatching movies. And I saw it a second time with my wife, like right after the first time. And I fell asleep somewhere in the middle because it was super late, had a long day. (laughs) Uh, (coughs) Excuse me. Um, But so now it's been another like two weeks or so since my second viewing. And I've been, like I said, I've been reading stuff, looking up stuff, whatever. And I just saw it tonight for a third time. And I really still really enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. There's really no parts of the movie that dragged for me. It was fun, entertaining. But I can't help. It's weird. Like I come back after and I had those two weeks and I just saw it again. And I'm, I'm really examining the movie more than ever now. And I'm also been rewatching last Jedi right now. So again, since seeing rise of Skywalker, there's so much star Wars content. Right. And, right. Uh, like, so here's, here's where I'm stuck. And like I said, I'm going to, I'm going to preface this by saying this is just me in my head right now. I could get, I could, we could throw this episode up, and then tomorrow I could have completely different thoughts. Yep, yep. Welcome to the life of a Star Wars fan, right? Exactly. So I don't want anyone to take what I'm about to say as, like, my final word because it's definitely not. But No, it's just you're so, just airing your thoughts out as they come to you. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, exactly. So here's what I'm at right now when I came back from Rise of Skywalker. Okay, I loved Force Awakens. Felt like a nice, soft reboot that gave us – set up a lot of potential for the future. Last Jedi came in and it didn't do a lot of things we liked, but it did other, it did some good things. But Last Jedi, it still felt like a proper continuation of The Force Awakens. I'm not saying it's what people wanted, but it felt like Rian Johnson took the things that that uh, JJ set up and he brought them forward the way he wanted. Would you agree with that? Um, if you don't, it's fine. I'm just I'm just asking. I don't necessarily think that they were on the same page. I think I Ryan, I, yeah, I think Ryan sure. had Ryan had a specific story, and JJ definitely had his. In my opinion, I think Ray was supposed to be a Skywalker. It was it was very much hinted at. You know, Anakin's lightsaber called to her. Um, it seemed kind of more like the 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 children. You know, Anakin passing it down to his son, and then passing it down to Ray. And that's what I was kind of going with. And so there were some things that um, I think Ryan, you know, a lot of what TLJ has been boiled down to is that it kind of um, not inverted your expectations, but um, it, uh, I forgot what it. uh, Subverted or. Yeah. Something like that. What's that word that everybody uses? It, uh, 
uh, I don't know. But he, he took your expectations and kind of gave you not what you were expecting. Subverted yeah. your expectations. Yeah. Um, and so I don't necessarily – now, what Ryan did didn't contradict what JJ did. That's it what I'm him. saying. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if, if you're looking at it from, oh, that didn't go the way I thought, it's fine. But if you look at the rise of Skywalker, I think it did contradict – what JJ exactly said. yes and exactly this, you're you're getting where I'm getting exactly so this is this is this is my main point with um with uh, and this is where I kind of find it is it, it's in the character of Luke in in the last Jedi I didn't have a problem with Luke I thought it was actually kind of cool that he he had evolved beyond the Jedi and that he had understood the force that you know uh, he gave a speech to Ray that to control the force is vanity and I really that was something that I really liked where yeah. I was like Luke has evolved beyond this, you know, deer in the headlights kid, basically following what everybody told him. He's he's become a true Jedi. And I really like that. I mean, I could have done with a little more emotion from him, maybe like when, you know, they told him Han died. I, I think they mm-hmm. should have kept that scene where he was he was mourning for him. But and so I think that was cool. But I at no point in The Last Jedi did I ever think that Luke thought he was wrong. Yeah, exactly. Luke. Luke when Luke died, he died, and Ray said it, with peace and purpose. He didn't die saying, I regret everything. He died knowing that what he did was what he believed in. And that's what I respected about that. And so then come jump to Rise of Skywalker, we get Force Ghost Luke, and he goes, I was wrong. And I'm like, yeah. what? But then that undoes it, and, and it, <coughs> it, it, it cheapens it for me. So like, yes. I was willing to go with, okay, Luke – he didn't want to. He didn't want to touch a lightsaber. He didn't want to kill any boy, anyone anymore. So he did this kind of force projection, and your you know your mileage may vary on how you like that lightsaber, quote unquote, battle. But he was willing to. His beliefs were you know controlling his actions, and so in this one, it kind of just seemed like, yeah, I was wrong, and you know what, I should have just lifted the X wing up and flown to Octo. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I mean, I should have just flown to Crate, right? So why didn't he do that? And there's a, there's a lot of things that, that I think uh, – I agree with you, though. I don't think The Last Jedi contradicts The Force Awakens. I think The Rise of Skywalker contradicts The Last Jedi. And yeah. That's, that's where I kind of got this – Ryan kind of took it in his way, and then J.J.'s like, no, 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 we're, we're going back my way. And he kind of you know steered mm-hmm. it back. And that's where I have the – that's where I have that disconnect with it. Yeah, that's, so that's what I'm just now starting to experience is – yeah, so you, you just clarified it. But what I'm trying – what I was trying to say is like – yeah, the last Jedi is definitely not what JJ had planned, but but um, Rian respected everything that JJ had set up and brought it forward the way he wanted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So so where I'm at now is I'm like, the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi. They feel like they have a. They each have a lot of integrity as their own films. Like they're both really good films that do what they want to do, but they respect each other, and there's a lot of integrity there between the two. But now with Rise of Skywalker, you know, like I said, I really like and really enjoy Rise of Skywalker. So it's it's so hard to dog something that you enjoy so much. That's right, what's right. weird for me. But Rise of Skywalker is doing two huge things that I'm just not I don't I do not like. Is now I'm watching Force Awakens and Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, it doesn't feel like it has the integrity of the first two films. It feels mm-hmm. like it's trying to do forty things at once and yep. Yep, I agree. I hate to to say this, too, because I don't want to say it. Like I said, I have a different opinion tomorrow, but Rise of Skywalker just feels like fan fiction. 
Okay, yep. I can I can totally see that. And so here's here's where here's where I'm at on the rise of Skywalker. I think it captured that fun adventure magic of Star Wars. Agreed. If, if you look at it from like the lore and from the, the connective tissue, it makes zero sense. It's awful. Because because see I, I, I've, I've said this before, but my biggest problem with the rise of Skywalker is Palpatine. He it just having him introduced in the opening crawl, like, and Palpatine's back. Yeah. Like, does, does nothing for me. And it, it just, it kind of, uh, it's just, okay. So like in, I think uh, Josh brought this up on your guys' discussion of the rise of uh, the rise of Skywalker. Um, he said that there's a comic where Luke is taught. Uh, no, Kylo was talking to Snoke. And Kylo brings up the fact that Snoke looks like that because Luke, uh, he had a battle with Luke and scarred Snoke. Yeah. And then you jump to Snoke, and there's all these Snokes in these in this tank, and they all look scarred. So I'm like, yeah. I'm like, so what? What? What was going on? And here's my thing: they should have just brought Snoke back. They should have just brought Snoke back in Episode Nine and been like, oh, you think uh, yep. you can kill? You think you can kill me? I don't care. Warden Eternal it. Just have Snoke um, say, I, I have agree. a bunch of bodies. I have a bunch of bodies that I can jump into. I agree because, because here's the thing. Bringing Snoke back would have made more sense than the Emperor. And the, exactly. only reason, the, the only reason they chose the Emperor was to try to connect nine films. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but was anybody really asking for all nine films to be connected like this? Like... Uh, obviously they're connected by by just how they're done episodes but like was anyone asking for this final film to cover the whole nine and one no i I certainly wasn't i think i don't remember anybody asking that i think i think and especially because when the force awakens came out disney went out of their way to be like snoke and kylo are not sith exactly and so they're like they're not sith they're dark side users and so we're like okay the sith are done but these guys are over here so they went Not, out of their way mm. to kind of disconnect it from the original six. So they left the original six in its own battle against the Sith. And then this yep. one's like battle against other dark side users. And I was totally fine with that. And I was totally yep. on board with that. But the moment you bring Palpatine back as this ultimate Sith Lord, you have to carry with that, in my opinion, all the other lore exactly. and the setup that Lucas brought up. So, I mean, Lucas set up that Anakin was the chosen one. And Anakin mm-hmm. was to destroy the Sith. And he's confirmed it numerous times. And so if you're going to bring Palpatine back, you had to bring Anakin back. And that's and that's why I – because and I understand. I understand people's things that you don't want Anakin to become this deus ex machina and just steal all the sunlight from Rey. I mean because Rey is the main mm-hmm. character, and she should be the hero of it. And I totally agree with that. So don't, so don't bring Palpatine back if, if, you're, if, you're, if you want Rey to be the hero of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude, it's you you covered a lot and like I said, it's multiple things. Like, okay, so I agree with you. Um the Sith stuff was supposed to be done. Do you remember in Force Awakens where Maz Kanata says uh the darkness has taken many forms? First it was yep. the Sith, then it was the Empire, now it's the First Order. It's very clear they were trying to separate that. Definitely. And and definitely and when the Force Awakens started, Disney wanted to be as far away from the prequels as possible. They didn't mm-hmm. want nothing to do with the prequels. For sure. Um, and I th- and I th- go, sorry, ahead. go ahead. No, I, go ahead. Um, well, so then, so like you said, obviously it was not supposed to be a Sith thing at all. 
Um, I thought Snoke was a really cool villain. And mm-hmm. when I'm, I'm, I was rewatching Last Jedi now and I'm seeing Snoke in Last Jedi and I'm like, I like Snoke from Last Jedi more than I like Palpatine from Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Like I like I like Palpatine overall more because he's a great Star Wars villain. Oh, but yeah, oh, yeah. Snoke works better in the sequel trilogy than Palpatine does by I, far. I heartily agree. Um, so like, okay, bringing Palpatine back was an issue because it just, like you said, it brought up all this baggage that was supposed to be closed out. It made Disney's own original thing now seem like they were leaning on like fan fictiony stuff. Mm-hmm. And and then I I don't you tell me if you agree. Looking back on Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, I feel like two possibilities in Force Awakens were established for Rey. Either she was a Skywalker or she was nobody. Yeah. I personally I personally believe like there's plenty of evidence to to from Force Awakens to to say that she's nobody as well. Like I definitely see the Skywalker angle cuz like when I first saw Force Awakens I thought she was going to meet Luke and Luke was going to say, "Hey, you're my daughter." Yeah. That's right. Yeah. But like watching Last Jedi and looking back at those two films, there's just as much there to make a, a case for her being no one and them just and obviously Last Jedi makes a point of anybody can be a Jedi or anybody yep. can have this power. So that worked. Either one would have really worked and they went with the she was nobody. When you get to the third film and they say, oh, well, you were nobody because your parents chose to be, but really you're the descendant of Palpatine. It doesn't yeah. work. It's that not was, believable. Uh, that was weak it, sauce. Yeah. yeah, it was super weak. And here's the thing. It makes Ray less cool, honestly. I agree. I agree. Because rather than her be this, aus- this, this scavenger girl who is pure-hearted, and 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 stumbles upon this these people that she has no part in and becomes a great jedi now she's just oh you're the heir of a super powerful person and and then in rise of skywalker we have to see her briefly deal with the conflict of her going yeah. to the evil side and it's like no you don't really have mm-hmm. like your your conflict is that you don't have a real family it's not that you're going evil yeah it just doesn't and, feel right you and, know and if you look at the other two films, uh, Force Awakens, TLJ, it never once, it never once, re- I mean, other than the fact that Ray jumps down the, the dark side hole, but it never once but indicates in any way that she's this dark side. Exactly. Like, you, know, you know what I mean? I want, I'm glad you brought that up, though. That dark side hole in TLJ, here's the thing. People might, I, even I was referencing that as like, oh, maybe it was a Palpatine thing. Here's the thing. It makes it very clear the only reason she went to that dark side of the island is because she was so desperate to find out who her parents were. Yeah, yeah. And when she gets down there, it, yes. it reveals to her that they're no you're, one. You're absolutely well. You're absolutely right because it wasn't because she sought the dark. She sought the answer that the dark was giving. Going giving to her. her. And yes. If you read, and this is where this is where it really becomes a mind warp, is that if you read the Last Jedi novelization, it. You know, and obviously with books, you're able to kind of probe into what people are thinking. And it actually looks at what Luke's thinking about this girl. And he senses in the force that she's not connected to anyone or anything. And he says, really? that. He goes, he goes, he says, you're not royalty. He goes, you're not connected to any powerful bloodlines. You're re- you really. And it in the quote, you truly are a no one. 
Man, dude, that it's it's so obvious they just changed their mind afterwards. You well, know, no, they, I mean, look, oh. I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of the Last Jedi, and I have my, you know, and like you said, you know, the gripes have been aired eons. But what bugs yeah. me more was that it basically was is that they looked at they looked at the Rise of Skywalker and they're like, we have to please everyone. So let's jump on Reddit and find a bunch of little theories and we'll tie them all together loosely. And then we'll string it together and go, huzzah. Yeah. And, and it doesn't work as a cohesive um, narrative because they're they're I mean, it's pretty weak that Kylo goes, I didn't lie to you. They were no ones, but they really mm-hmm. but they weren't no ones. That's the point was that. Yeah, they're not oh, no ones at all. They're the, 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 the son of Palpatine. That's not a no one. I mean, like that's Luke's, you know, like Luke is the son of Vader. So, I mean, like if, if someone said, oh, Luke's nobody because he lives on Tatooine, I'd still say, my kid's the son of Darth Vader. Yeah, pretty huge player. Yeah, pretty huge, pretty huge bloodline there. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, I'm not – okay, I don't know what your opinion on this is either, but, like, I'm cool with people having, like, headcanon and whatnot, but what I'm not cool with personally is when people – like, if you want to pretend something doesn't exist, I'm okay with that, but don't try to tell the world that it doesn't exist. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. That, the, so, whole re- yeah. the whole remake The Last Jedi was idiocy. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So like if somebody when the last Jedi came out, somebody says last Jedi doesn't count. If they want to believe that to make themselves feel better. I don't mind that at all. Um, I had a brief moment when I first played Halo five, a lot of things I didn't like, I was like, you know, oh, man, this doesn't this can't count or whatever. But, you know, that to me, that was I'm admitting to myself that was an an immaturity in myself. Um, There's a level of saying, hey, I don't like this thing, but it is what it is. So well, saying it's totally, that, go ahead, go ahead. It's totally okay not to like it. Yeah, for sure. You know. It's just, but to but to try to, like, if you want to say, well, anyways, what I was getting to is that I've seen a lot of people say, like, for them, The Last Jedi is how it ended. Okay, I'm seeing people say that now. Um, because, like, and the reason they're saying that is because all these issues don't come up. A lot of these yeah. issues don't come up till Rise of Skywalker. Like you said, I didn't even touch on it yet. The whole thing with Anakin, like, I'm not, and I feel like I know Josh is, and I'm pretty sure you are. You're huge no, fans of Anakin. No, I, I'm a huge fan, yeah. Yeah, and I don't get me wrong. I'm a fan of Anakin. I like Anakin. I, I'm just not as a, as attached as you guys probably are. So I wasn't as hurt by that, but like just by the lore of Star Wars, it doesn't make sense Yeah. when Rise of Skywalker because it's essentially saying that there was a prophecy that for decades that – Anakin would throw the emperor down a pit and stop the empire for 25 years. Yeah. Well, okay. Like that's a, that's a weak prophecy. And not to mention, not to mention, I just got done playing battlefront two for the first time, the campaign. And basically Anakin did nothing because it still took years Mm -hmm. or whatnot for the Mm -hmm. empire to finally fall apart. Mm -hmm. And then the first order started back up not too long after. Mm -hmm. So this whole prophecy Tells of Anakin, who only saved people for like a decade or less. Not even. But here's here's where it really gets. Here's where it really where I just completely like the the rise of Skywalker folds in on itself for me is Palpatine's plan is for Rey to kill him. Therefore, the Sith, and it doesn't matter why she kills him. She just has to kill him. 
and the dark side Sith that embody Palpatine will transfer into her, right? Yeah. Okay. Palpatine also told Kylo, I've died before. So it is confirmed that Palpatine has died. Okay. So that means that in Return of the Jedi, when Anakin killed Palpatine, all of the dark side Sith should have entered Anakin. Therefore, all the dark side Sith should have died with Anakin. Well, I was under the impression that it was after Return of the Jedi in which Palpatine got all the Sith in him. <laughs> no, because it's it's uh it's um the rule of two was started by Darth Bane. So if Darth Bane started this rule of two, which means apprentice kills their master, absorbing the dark side. So okay, when... I knew I knew about the rule of two, but I didn't know that it absorbed anything. So what what that. it looks like is it it's passed down between master and apprentice. So when Palpatine killed Plagueis in his sleep, then the dark side entity moved into him. Mm. Is what what I've taken from it because the rule of two. Okay. I, yeah, I guess I don't see how. I, then I don't see. But so my thing is then. I'm, if, gonna be, I, I'm gonna be real with you, Matt. I think that the whole all the Sith live within me thing just was made up for Rise of Skywalker, and it's kind of stupid. <laughs> well. It's, uh, I've heard the I've heard the uh, it's a uh, um, I've heard it called the the end game moment where Palpatine's like I am all the Sith and then Ray goes I am all the Jedi and then people refer to it when Thanos goes I'm inevitable and then Stark goes Well I'm Iron Man yeah you know it's kind of yeah. like that like wahaha well <clears throat> yeah man it's it's a new here's the truth of it here's the truth of it like it's a nuance Star Wars is a nuanced thing. You can't like if you make a blanket statement, it doesn't do it Star Wars justice. Because here, let me tell you this: I enjoyed my time at Rise of Skywalker more than I did Last Jedi. But I, th- I think I'm, I feel like I'm coming around to thinking that I appreciate Last Jedi more from like a lore perspective. Yep. You know what I, I mean? Am, I am right there with you. The movie for me has a lot of the Last Jedi has a lot of problems, and at times it's it's kind of boring. But and, and the Rise of Skywalker is this fun, fast-paced, epic ride. But if you stop and look at it, yeah, respected the lore more, you'd have to give it to Ryan. Because at the end of it, JJ, exactly. JJ's like, we got to bottle this up. We got to finish this. And he basically cookie-cut himself around the entire Star Wars universe. And then, like, that's it. Paste it. Print it. Now, yeah, there is a lot of things that we can't – now here's the thing: you can't lay a lot of blame on JJ. It does, and I I know there's a, a while back the the release the JJ cut was trending, which I okay I I tweeted out because I thought it was fun. But um, I mean, I'd like to see it if there is one. So what it, what it looks like what it looks like is that what it looks like is that they took um what was I gonna say? They took elements. They took elements of shoot. I lost my train of thought. You have to come back. Elements. Okay, yeah. If you just uh, yeah, let me know if he comes back up for you. Um, yeah, man. It's just so that's the thing. That's what I'm. T- that's what I'm trying to say right now. Like you know how like you saw we did the poll on like what was the worst Skywalker saga movie and stuff. Okay. Yep. Did you see that on our on the Sacred Icon Halo? I did. Twitter? I did. Yes. Yeah. So like. This is why the community is so up in, a, uh, in an uproar about it. So somebody will say The Last Jedi is worse than Attack of the Clones, okay? Like, somebody will say that, right? Now, here's the thing. I, I don't think anyone's arguing, like, 
credentials of making a film, The Last Jedi is a much better made film than Attack of the Clones. On a visual? Would you agree with that? On a, on a, like, I, I'm talking like a production of a film, like the art of filmmaking, I, I'm oh, saying. Well, I mean, it, well, it depends on if you, if you, if you like the, the whole CGI thing or you like practical effects, but um, I, I guess I'm just saying the way the movie plays out, the way it's shot. Well, oh, here's I, maybe maybe this is even debatable because I feel like maybe you disagree with me. I, I think for me, I think the um, I think the Last Jedi and uh, the Attack of the Clones are very similar in how they were filmed. They're, they okay. you, you jump around a lot. You follow a bunch of different characters, and at the end, it kind of culminates into something. And I, it, I'm not a huge. I, I like Attack of the Clones. Obviously, there's a lot of parts in it that are pretty bad. Um, but I think most of it, and I, my 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 gripes about my gripes about the Last Jedi, um, I don't hold them for uh, Attack of the Clones because I I think Attack of the Clones plays into the story, whereas I think the Last yes, Jedi. Yes. In this is more or less the Last. Yeah, Jedi that's more or less what I was trying to get to. Yeah. That's more or less what I was trying to get to. Matt is like. The Attack of the Clones, the story and the characters itself, you could see as really, really good. It's just the film doesn't convey that very well, in my oh, opinion. Okay, okay, I get what you're saying. As, on a film, so like, on a filmmaking level, yeah, okay. yeah, filmmaking nope. level. Yep, in my you. personal opinion, yeah, my personal opinion, The Last Jedi on a filmmaking level is far, far better than Attack of the Clones. But the argument can be made that Attack of the Clones, as far as the story that's being told and the characters that are involved is far, far, far better than Last Jedi, like his lore and stuff. Yeah, no, I... I you know I think, what I mean? I think... I'll make a controversial statement. I think out of all of the three trilogies, I think the trilogy that has the most cohesive story is the prequels. That... I mean, I could probably... Yeah, as a story, I think I would probably agree with you because, like, for the original trilogy, they made up Darth Vader was Luke's father on the spot. Mm -hmm. They made up that Leia was a sister on the spot. Mm -hmm. You know, yep, so yep. well, I, and and I think the prequels, the prequels, George looked at it as yeah, and it's a very simple story. Anakin goes bad, and that's the yeah. story. And it's not super complicated. It's just Anakin goes bad. Yeah. And that's what he, he took with. one. He took one character that was already established and decided to give us a an origin. Yep, exactly. It's like a you know so. the prequels. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I think I think you're right about that. I think that um, the prequels are gonna are gonna be looked on better, which they already are because of the sequel trilogy. And and to me, it's not because the sequel trilogy are bad films because I think they're really good films personally with a lot of good stuff. I just think that the 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 lore is the weakest of the three trilogies and the the process of thinking the films out is obviously the weakest in the sequel trilogy. Yeah. I I don't yeah, I'd have to agree. The the sequel trilogy seems it, here's here's the thing. I think what they did was is they go, "Let's bring Star Wars back." good now let's come up with a story instead of saying we have a really good story to tell so let's bring star wars back mm -hmm. you know what i mean it, it, and so my my major problem and this is where i'm at with the sequel trilogy is it kind of tramples upon the legacy of the skywalkers 
I mean, it doesn't. It, but did did you think did you think that before seeing Rise of Skywalker though? No. Me well, neither. No, because because the in my opinion, they still had a chance to balance the force in a way that concluded correctly with how George saw it. Yeah. So when I when I saw and I think. I think when I when I saw the 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 when, when I saw the title Rise of Skywalker, I thought, "Gosh, they're gonna make they're gonna, you know Anakin, Luke, whoever else, all the Skywalkers are going to have a tremendous meaning to the galaxy. Meaning they are going to save the galaxy. And at the end of the Rise of Skywalker, the Palpatine, the, I mean the the Skywalker legacy is nothing." If you if you think about it, they 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 kind of had they they had Palpatine hit a bump, a speed bump, but he's back, so they didn't do anything. The Skywalker, yeah, the Skywalker legacy is that they helped Palpatine's granddaughter defeat the Sith. I mean, and that's right? and that's my problem because we're talking about a sequel trilogy about the Skywalker family, and at the end of it, the main villain is a Palpatine, and the ultimate hero is a Palpatine. I mean, yeah, can, dude, it doesn't work, man. You can, it doesn't work. It doesn't work narratively if it's the Skywalker saga. So if you want to cut one six and say that's the Skywalker saga and then the uh, Palpatine trilogy at the end, fine. But you can't say that's the Skywalker saga because the Skywalkers were, at the end, they were kind of thrown away. And it's, it's so sad to say that because – I think you could have easy, you could have easily fixed it. All you had to do was make Rey a Skywalker and say, and then you could you know say the Skywalker saved the galaxy. And obviously we have this thing where we have oh Rey took on the name, but for me she's still a Palpatine. I don't care what you call yourself. Well, yeah. See, well, let me let me offer up for you what I would have liked, and you tell me what you would have thought. Like. Obviously, back when Force Awakens came out, I would have been totally cool with her being a Skywalker, but I had really grown on the idea of her being nobody. So in my opinion, if the Rise of Skywalker had played out the exact same way it did, except she was still nobody, I would have thought there had been a lot more special. It would have been a lot more special and there would have been a lot more weight to her taking up the name Skywalker. I because it would have, yeah, because to me, it would have been like, okay, not only did Anakin bring balance to the Force, but his legacy and his family is what helped the the good side and the Jedi continue on by by bringing this nobody girl up and and leaving her with the legacy and her taking on the name as res- paying respect. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, but I now, agree. but now it just feels like, well, the Palpatines are going to live on. Skywalkers are all dead. Yep. 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 Well, and then. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, so if it were up to me, first choice would be she's a Skywalker. Second choice, nobody. Third choice, Palpatine. Yeah, exactly. Right. Same here. It, it just seems cringy because it, it just leaves us with more questions. It just leaves us with more questions. Who's raised, you know, uh, who's who's Palpatine's uh, lover? Who's, you know, like, how did this, when did Not, this happen? Yeah. Why did this happen? You know, why didn't, it just, yeah, man. why didn't Palpatine spend more time why didn't Palpatine spend more time on cultivating his son into a dark Lord and instead of wasting all his exactly. time on Anakin? It doesn't seem like something Palpatine would do. Like, why would he have kids? Yeah. Like, and- even if, 
even if Palpatine before he was screwed up, you know, he was he wanted to get a little freaky. You think he'd do it without having a kid? Well, and and if a kid ever came, I'd say he'd kill it. If a child was ever born, he'd hunt it down yeah. because it was a threat to him. Yeah, and obviously he let his son grow to the age of like 30-something and get married before killing yeah. them. Well, yeah, but that doesn't make sense. So then why spend all this time on trying to get Anakin to become the dark side apprentice when you had your son there, when you could have easily just manipulated your son? You could have done the exact same thing with his wife or his daughter. Well, what I've, what I've read, which I think it's more just speculation than knowledge, but what I've read is that apparently his son wasn't Force-sensitive at all, which doesn't seem right. Well, didn't it say that he rejected? I've only seen it the one time, but didn't he say that he rejected the the dark ways of his father? So it sounded like he, I, yeah. he had the power of the force, but he kind of just rejected it all. Yeah, I guess that seems weird. That seems weird if Palpatine's son isn't anything. <laughs> it just it just feels like like here's the thing, man. So when you had the original trilogy, everybody in the world was mostly satisfied. But everybody like knew that there was this whole prequel thing in the back of their minds because George had talked about it. So when the prequel trilogy came out, I feel like the worst thing you could say is that people hated the prequel trilogy because they didn't think they were very good films. I don't feel like I heard anybody really saying that the lore was bad or that the lore was screwed up. I think no. everyone was just – all I heard was people saying the prequels sucked because the movies sucked and they were yeah. bad films. That's all I heard. No, but now the... – oh, go yeah, ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just say, but now you don't have now you have people saying with Rise of Skywalker that you know the movie it's not that the like the movies aren't bad the lore's ruined that's mm-hmm. what they're saying yeah exactly. and to me that's a that's a way bigger crime like mm-hmm. in one set like like I said I can go watch I can watch all three of these sequel trilogy movies and I I enjoy them all and I have a lot of good t- I have a fun time and I honestly I enjoy them. As far as entertainment value goes, I enjoy the sequel trilogy a lot more than the prequel trilogy because for me, it's mostly just revenge that I love watching. Right, yeah. Uh, the prequels. But for lore purposes, it's, I mean, I only blame Rise of Skywalker. I think the lore is perfectly fine in Force Awakens and Last Jedi, but the lore is just shot to hell in, in exactly. Rise of Skywalker. Exactly. Because, because it, it goes against what George set up. It's the only one that really does. I mean, you can throw all the stones you want at The Last Jedi, but never once does it ever touch the prophecy and say, oh, the Skywalkers were meaningless. Yeah. I mean, it kind of led to that. It kind of borderlined on that with uh, Luke's, Luke's death. But, um, that, again, it never, well, it never made Kylo and Snoke Sith. So you could always say, say prophecy yeah. fulfilled. Mission accomplished. Now we got to deal with these new guys, and that's fine because even in Legends, even in Legends, the uh, there was other enemies that popped up. You know. Yeah, I mean, there's. It wouldn't make any sense for the. I I I doubt if George Lucas was standing here right now talking to us, I doubt he would tell us what he meant was that Anakin would rid that Star Wars universe of any bad stuff forever. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's, there's no way he'd say. But the Sith as a whole, obviously, was supposed to be done. Exactly. But, like, yeah, bad people are going to come along. Like, that's what I thought Snoke and Kylo were, like, more bad cropping up in the universe. Mm-hmm. And for me, Luke, Luke dying to give the universe hope and to stop them, 
I, I mean, I'm not saying it's what everybody would have wanted first of all, but like it worked. I mean, he Luke did his job at 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 saving his father and and helping Anakin to fulfill mm-hmm. the prophecy. So if Luke ends up dying later on to stop another bad, like that doesn't hurt the prophecy at all. Plus, you know, Ben's still around. And right, even right. even oh, if right, all yeah. the Skywalkers I mean, even if all the Skywalkers died by the end of this trilogy, I don't think that would necessarily be a bad thing as long as the legacy was still proper. Yeah. Well, and there here's another thing that here's another thing that I really liked what Ryan did, and then I felt like it was completely trampled on in the next one, is in The Last Jedi. It shows that Luke's death, his his sacrificial death, inspired yep. the galaxy. That's what it's. You don't see that at all in Rise of Skywalker. All there is no moment where anyone mentions Luke's death. There's so I my thought was okay. Luke's dead. Word's gonna spread that Skywalker gave his life for the galaxy. Everyone's gonna use uh, Skywalker as a battle cry, and they're all gonna rise up. And this one, Lando goes, "I'll be back in five minutes." And then he comes yep. back with everybody, and I'm like, "Where the hell did you get everybody?" It should have been exactly. like this. It should have been like this through line where maybe uh, use Rose. I don't know. Use Rose and Lando, and then have them go to different systems and say, "This is Luke's story. This is how it happened." And then everybody goes, "Well, we owe Luke this," and then it just kind of builds <clears throat> into this. I hated. I hated that they just threw away uh, Luke's death. They just threw it away, and it was like, "Oh yeah, he's done." Yeah, same, nobody really talked about him, yeah, and and I got, I got the impression. Tell me if you agree. I got the impression when I finished watching Last Jedi, from that final scene with the kids telling the story, I got the impression that that scene with the kids telling the story was happening weeks or months or whatever after the Luke dying, and that his story had already spread. Yep, yeah, and it was already inspiring people. Exactly. My thing was that. If the slaves on Canto Bay heard about it, everybody's heard about it. Exactly. But then, then you get to the next movie and it's like, oh, no one yep. cares and no one knows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, like – So, yeah, man. This is uh, on the DC side. Superman dies in Batman versus Superman. And then in the next movie, the whole thing is about Superman's dead. The world's gone to pot. Yeah. So I mean, it, and so and it kind of rallies the Justice League together. So I, I wanted to see Luke's death show that the galaxy was going to pot, but Luke's death was kind of this like binding agent that everybody kind of linked arms and was like, "We're doing this for the and and that would have been so inspiring, and it would have given yeah. Luke's death so much more of a push to it. Because if there's if there's one thing that bugs me about the Last Jedi is that Luke died to save like twelve people. That's what yeah. exactly, so, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, he he died projecting himself yeah, to kill I'm, to save twelve people. I'm okay. like, make it make it count, and they didn't. And that's the thing is, if 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 this so sequel trilogy ended at Last Jedi, you would feel like Luke's per- had a really good purpose. Yeah, I agree. Like I we never it. saw any more, you know. I'm giving way more but. props to Ryan now <laughs> than I ever thought I would. I know, me too, dude. That's the thing is, like, I think. I, I still stand by the fact that because you got people now saying Last Jedi is a masterpiece. I won't say that because I still feel like Last Jedi made plenty of problems. I think they spent a lot of time in the film on characters doing nothing. Yep, you know what I, I mean? I so Rian's not this untouchable god director, but he had a vision. He laid it out. He executed it, and he respected everything that came before while doing it. 
And I respect that now. And it's like, and I don't even, like I said, I don't even blame JJ. I think it's a combination. And I don't even blame, I know people want to hate Kathleen Kennedy, but here's the fact. If you like a lot of the stuff that's happened since Disney's taken over, like I do, then you shouldn't hate on Kathleen Kennedy that much because like yeah, I, I liked agree. Force Awake I liked Force Awakens. I liked a lot of Last Jedi. I liked a lot of Rise of Skywalker. I love the Mandalorian. Um, Rogue One, Solo. I like all this stuff. So to mm-hmm. say that she's just like the worst thing ever happened to Star Wars, like that's I don't think that's fair. No, I I, I don't know I don't know where the whole I hate Kathleen Kennedy crew came from, but no, I, I started I think, with Last Jedi. I think for, I, I, have, like, I have absolutely yeah. no problems with Kathleen Kennedy. I me neither. I think she's doing a great job. I mean, yeah, I don't like I don't like a lot of the choices that were made in the sequel trilogy, but I love Solo. I love Rogue One. I love The Mandalorian. We're break, yep. we're getting the Clone Wars TV show back, so I mean, I don't know what everybody's complaining yep. about. <laughs> and a lot of people love Rebels too, which yep. I haven't watched much of. I have. Um, I've seen a couple of episodes. And I, f- I feel like, and I know it's going to be hard to get people who are sour to admit this, but like, even if the sequel trilogy disappointed you as a, as a whole, at least up until now, people have said that they love Kylo, that they love uh, Ray or Poe, or like, there's just, there's, there's a lot of characters in the sequel trilogy and a lot of moments oh, yeah. that people oh, yeah. have said they loved for years. So if, if you want to renege on it now and say like, you don't like any of it, I understand you're upset, but like, People have loved these characters. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know? No, I so. I think I think Kylo's one of the best characters in Star Wars. Me too. I love Kylo. I think that was awesome. I think his fall to the dark side was probably handled better than Anakin's. I I actually think that a hundred percent. I just don't say it because I feel like I'll upset a lot of people. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, I think I think there's something to say that and and, and this is what I really uh, we haven't even talked about Ben becoming a good guy again. Oh boy! <laughs> but I think what I liked about Kylo was in the in the Last Jedi, Ray goes, "You're a monster," and he goes, "You're right. I am a yep. monster." And I like that he owned that. I like that he wanted to be yeah. the villain. He wanted to be the bad guy. And at the end, when she, Ray goes, "Tell him to stop firing," he goes, "No, I'm not going to do it." And then in and then in and then in the Rise of Skywalker, he's he's. He seems like he's a he's on the on the good bandwagon. the The last Jedi ends with Kylo firmly planting his feet on the ground, saying, "I am a villain." Yeah. Then, then he's then, conflicted at the beginning yeah. of Rise of Skywalker. He's con- oh, it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. It's like it's it's literally like he's just as conflicted as he was when uh, JJ left him at the end of Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's just you know it's just not like that. Well, okay. Here's here's my thing. Here's my thing. And this is where I kind of think they, they kind of jostled it a little bit. At the end of The Force Awakens, Kylo kills Han. And that should have been the moment where he was completely solidified as a villain. But we jump to The Rise of Sky, uh, The Last Jedi, and he's conflicted again. He's split to the bone about it. And he's back and forth again. And then he solidifies himself as the villain. And then in The Rise of Skywalker, he's back and forth again. So I think it would have made yeah. more sense if they had just... He killed Han Solo. He's the villain. Instead of trying to be like, oh, he's the villain, but he won't kill his mom. He's the villain, but he wants to kill everybody in the resistance. You just seem kind of uh, a little wishy-washy on that. Yeah, well, I I, I would have been okay with him killing Han as cementing he's evil, but 
for me, when I watched Last Jedi and I saw the beginning where Snoke, Snoke uh, says like he's not. I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember, but they're in the throne room at the beginning, and he tells Snoke tells Kylo he's like you're you're not Vader, you're just a boy in a mask or whatever, and like mm-hmm. and Kylo's like I gave you everything, you know, yep. and then that's Great when Snoke's scene. like. Yeah, and then Snoke's like, it just splits you in two, and he like gets pissed, and and then when Kylo gets back on the elevator, he destroys the helmet. Like to me, that's saying Kylo is ready to go completely to the evil side, but mm-hmm. even though he's finally killed his father and like went that far, Snoke's still not happy. Mm-hmm. It pissed him off, and now he's like split again. So I feel like I'm o- I was okay with it how it was done in, in Last Jedi, but by the time you get to Rise of Skywalker, dude. Yeah, it doesn't. It just doesn't work. You and know, he rebuilds the helmet yeah, to have for like thirty minutes. Why did he rebuild he... the helmet again? Because JJ liked it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I thought there was a reason for it. No, because he he rebuilt. By the time he, I, I just got done seeing the movie, and like he has a rebuild. Like I don't know, twenty thirty minutes in the movie, yep. and then by an out by the hour mark in the movie, he's taking it off. He never puts it back on again. <laughs> So it's like, what's they the should point? Have, they should have just left the mask off. Yeah, they should have. Like, it well, looks cool, repaired, but and this still. Is, bringing up the throne room also brings back a, a, something that I don't understand is if Snoke is basically a puppet of Palpatine, then why was Snoke's plan to kill Rey if Palpatine wanted Rey to kill him? It's because it wasn't the plan, man. Yeah. It was made up afterwards. That's now, the truth. Yeah. Now you're just kind of you pull on a thread and you're like, exactly. It all believe. falls apart, man. It sucks. It's it's all it really sucks. I I don't. It, it, I, that's why I wanted to have this like on the moment podcast with you because I just saw like I've been doing so much deep dive in Star Wars and I just saw Rise of Skywalker again and I feel like I'm in a really good headspace where I can I can just be honest with myself and it's like. Did I enjoy Rise of Skywalker as a film? Heck yeah, dude. It was so much fun. It was entertaining. Yep. Yep. And that's all a Star Wars film needs to be is entertaining. And I think the problem is with all of us that are on the internet all the time, Twitter, deep diving, is we get way too attached to a fictional universe. And I'm <laughs> just as guilty as anyone else. For sure. For sure. And and it makes you it makes you like it makes you upset when the when the reality is if you went and saw these movies and you had a good time, that's all they needed to be. Because that's all that that's all it needed to be. This needed to be a good time. So ultimately, you know, I had a great time with this trilogy, and I, I enjoyed all three movies, and I even enjoyed Rise of Skywalker more than Last Jedi. But the truth is, I have more respect for Last Jedi. It's, it's got more integrity, and like I said, my mind could be different tomorrow morning. But right now, I feel like if I was to rank this trilogy, it's Force Awakens is my favorite. Last Jedi is number two. And Rise of Skywalker has to be a distant third just because of what it did to the lore for the whole universe. Yeah. You know, it's not as a film, as a film, you know, it's good. But yeah. I and think even then, even as a film, I know that it's got a lot of jump cuts. It doesn't have much time to breathe. It's got heavy editing. Mm-hmm. So it's just the bottom for me. Yeah. You know? I think when I ranked, I think when I ranked the, the, the Rise of Skywalker, I'm ranking it on my theatrical experience which i really had yeah. a great time with but yeah it, it, i get but, that but if, if you look if you look into the lore of it you really kind of start to understand that it's 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 hobbled it's cobbled together and that and that's kind of sad and i totally get what you're saying that 
the universe. And if you if you go to Star Wars and you enjoy the films, that's what they're meant to be. You know, they're films. They're not going to be perfect. But I think what would be even better is if you enjoyed these films and they had that magic adventure, but they also built upon each other and they didn't contradict each other. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. You're 100% right. I mean, you look at like um, – I not. Well, you look at the MCU, dude. That was how you do it. Yep. I don't perfect. know if you, I, MCU, twenty-two films, dude, and they land it, and it all it just works. And I'm not saying those all twenty-two films were flawless, but they all they started out with a plan, they built upon that plan, they they interweaved it, they executed it, and do. When we came in for a landing on Endgame, man, was that satisfying. Mm-hmm. Well, never once did the one, never once in the the MCU did a film completely contradict another film. I mean, no. some films kind of cheapened other films, like uh, yeah. the Captain Marvel, the cat scratches out Nick Fury's eye, kind of cheapens that speech he gives yeah. to Winter Soldier. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean that's, that's neither here nor there. But I think, I think yeah. the, there's something to say about the universe <coughs> being, the universe of Marvel being, yeah, there's plot holes here and there, but I think it's, it's very, I think it's, probably the most cohesive geek thread going right now yeah yeah and you know here's the thing like you know i see people are saying now that the sequel trilogy is just like a retread of the original trilogy you know they're right they're right i agree with that but but here's tell me if you agree with this here's what i think i think force awakens was established as like a soft reboot because so many of the star wars fans didn't like the prequels so Disney made Force Awakens, which introduced some new stuff, but played it pretty safe for sure to get every to get everyone back on board. Mm-hmm. I think right. the plan, the plan after Force Awakens, was to move forward. Yep. And with last and with Last Jedi, whether you liked the decisions or not, I feel like it did that. Do you agree? I agree. Yep. I will see. It, it was it was moving forward. I totally agree because it was it changed. It changed um, the dynamic. The dynamic. It, yep. Yeah, because there, because I mean, I thought Snoke was a cool character, and I would have liked to have seen him succeed. But you kill Snoke off, then you're like, okay, let's really delve in and make Kylo the villain. But yeah. then we're like, oh wait, nope. Here's another villain that Kylo can turn good for. Exactly, and then yep. they just pull a villain out of the gr- this villain. Palpatine has been dead since '83, dude. <laughs> like, and they pulled him out. Just for a, just to give us a cheap and like satisfactory moment, man. And here's the thing: I'll be real. If they had made the third film and it was just Ray versus Kylo and that's it, I would have on on the one hand, I would have respected that a lot more from yep. the lore side because then it would have just been like, okay, we had we had the 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 six film arc with Anakin, and then these this new trilogy, we get to see what the descendants of of the skywalkers and what the skywalkers do afterward and it would have just been like this cool what happens afterward type thing yeah yeah but but for for theatrical purposes how excited would the world have got to just go see a typical ray versus kylo they wouldn't the box office numbers probably wouldn't have been as good well it depends it depends on if you could really have delved in and made kylo a vader level villain and i think they could have I just think yeah. they were. I think they just got cold feet, and they're like, "Oh no, we can't make Kylo an intimidating villain." And I think they could have if they committed to it, but they wanted they wanted Kylo to be 
wanted Kylo to be a good guy. And my thing about Palpatine was, and um, I listened to a, a ton of Star Wars podcasts, and there's this great one that I listened to. It's called uh, Talk, Talk Star Wars with uh, Rob and Brad. And okay. when they broke down the, I highly recommend that one. But when they, uh, when they, broke, I'll add it. I, I listened to Blue Harvest and Rogue One so far. Yeah, yeah. Talk Star Wars is amazing. I'll add that one. Um, but they, when they reviewed the first trailer where we hear Palpatine laugh, when you know the the first trailer yeah. for Rise of Skywalker, they they said, okay, what's probably happening here is, and I was right there with them. I'm like, okay, it's a holocron. Or it's a, that's what I thought. That's exactly a, what I it's thought. It's a forced vision. I'm like, there's no way in hell they're bringing Palpatine back. And then, as you know, as we're moving closer to the movie, we're all kind of like, yeah, I think Palpatine's back physically. And that's where I kind of nobody went. thought that was going to happen. Yeah. Nobody did. And so when I heard his crackle of his laugh, I'm like, oh, Palpatine preserved a message in a holocron, and Kylo's searching for that to unlock the secrets of the Sith. And that's and pretty the, dope. And that's pretty dope. So you can still have Palpatine influencing the saga. But he's still dead. Yep. Yep. Yeah, dude. And did you see? Did you see the? And don't give me. I, I want to clarify. I am not a f- fan of Colin Trevorrow, and I would not want him to do this film. But did you see his leaked script or whatever? I heard Palpatine was nowhere near it. There was no Palpatine at all. It was just Ray versus Kylo. But well, actually, there was Kylo. In, there was uh, there was Palpatine in a holocron, just like you said. Yep. I haven't read. The but there was thing, no. Yeah. Yeah, there was no actual there was no actual Palpatine. It was just he was in a holocron briefly and well, it was just Ray versus Kylo and Rose was featured big time. It was way different. But I, I don't I wouldn't I mean, and I don't say this as a hater. I've just never anything I thought was good. You're not a fan of uh Jurassic World or the what's that one? Fallen Kingdom? Uh no, he didn't do Fallen Kingdom. He did the first yeah, Jurassic World, the first one. Um I actually did enjoy the movie, but I didn't think it was good. I just yeah, had a fun time. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But um, so back to Star Wars. Um, uh, well, even on George Lucas, he had his seven, eight, nine. Palpatine was nowhere near it. Yeah. His, well, his, you saw the thing with Ian McDermott saying that George said a long time ago Palpatine was dead as a doornail. Yep, and and he should have stayed dead. Yeah, man. It's it, here's this crazy. Here's the thing that you know. It just the stinks is like, dude. The can of worms is opened. It's it's here forever now. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no, there is no, and I don't even. If somebody want, if Disney said right now, if we get ten million to sign a petition, we'll remake the movie. I don't want that because I don't believe in that. You know, I just, yeah, I know. you know, what's done is done. But they need to do some serious Clone Wars animated series type stuff to fix some stuff up yeah they just now see now we're in this moment where we're kind of left with all these glass pieces and they just kind of need to take some time and thread them all together and i think i think they can to some extent but i think a lot of what they've done has completely undone the legacy yeah you can't fix it i think well because again we have the sith not being destroyed by anakin so that whole yeah. thousand-year prophecy that the Jedi and the Sith were quaking in their boots over now has just become Anakin balanced the Force for maybe a minute because we don't know how long Palpatine was dead. Because he could have died and then yeah. come back three months later. So the Sith were never really gone. No, dude. Yeah. And that's, and that's disappointing. And what's 
what's the what's the do you know anything more than I do about what's this whole dyad and the force thing? The dyad and the force is that Ray and Kylo have a connection unlike anything else. And I don't understand because in The Last Jedi it's Snoke that says, I've bridged your mind. So I can believe that he was lying though. I could believe right. that if somebody said that. But yeah. here's the thing. You have to remember Snoke is a puppet of Palpatine. So if Ray and Kylo stood before Snoke, that means they stood before Palpatine. And then yeah. so how is Palpatine surprised that there's a dyad if he literally saw them in t- together? Oh dude, that's a good point, dude. You're breaking it to pieces right now. Yeah, because then because then well then then Snoke should have been like I sense a dyad between you two, and then Palpatine should have flung out from behind the curtain and been like, "Aha!" What happened? Exactly, man. And so, that doesn't. And now he's all surprised. He's he... like, "Oh my gosh, you guys are super unique." There's only one thing I can say about now. This still, it still doesn't. You're right. Like you hit completely hit it on. Like there's no way that makes sense. But I just remembered though, um, Kylo and Ray are able to do that after Snoke's dead yeah, yeah. at the end of Last Jedi. Yeah, no, and, that, so, and that's the thing. There is more to it, for sure. Yeah, and that's the thing, though, because their connection, and I really I really liked that idea of the connection. It was a little Harry Pottery, but I really liked the, the connection that they had because then you were able to have the the villain and the, uh, the hero kind of interact more just by talking. And I liked that. It got a little more physical in, in Rise of Skywalker, though, but I really kind of liked yeah. that connection. Because I think it kind of it was you were able to have Ray and Kylo interact and kind of you know push ideas back and forth. I I like that. And I like when when Ray's when Ray is crying and she's saying, "Why did you kill your father?" You know, you had someone that loved you, and that was that was good stuff. Yep. And then we're kind of it was. And dude, I uh you know, and I I think I don't know where you're at with this, but I remember. One of Josh's biggest issues with Last Jedi was they didn't handle Luke the way he wanted. But for me, I absolutely love the entirety of the direction of Luke in Last Jedi. Like for me, that's a big, strong point personally. Um, okay. Here's where I'm at with Luke. With everything regarding to the Force <coughs> and how he viewed the Jedi, I'm all for. I think that's great that he evolved in, in his thinking. What I don't like about Luke was that you had someone who was literally in just 30 years ago was saying, I can still save Darth Vader, the baddest guy in the universe. And then Luke walks into Kylo's hut and he senses a boy that's tendencies to the dark side. And he's like, you know what? Snuff this guy out. And he just pulls out the, that, that doesn't jive with me. Yeah. That's something that Josh really didn't like. I think that's fair. If anything, Luke should not like that. Luke should have pulled out a little communique and been like, Leia, you better get over here. Not pull out your yeah. lightsaber. It just it, it and so little things like that, little things like that, and then also um, him not shedding a tear or even talking about Han was just kind of like. See, I will I will say the one thing that I could use to excuse like Luke standing over his you know um, Ben <laughs> is that it does play into the narrative of the movie that the Jedi have always been fallen to hubris. Yeah. And that and that Luke became legend and 
he let it get to his head, and that plays into the arc that he has in the movie. Yeah, no, I, so it makes sense that after all that time, and he says it was just a short, fleeting moment. You know, mm-hmm. you're picturing Luke, this guy who defeated the ultimate evil, turned his dad back, and then now thirty years later or whatever, he's starting to, or twenty years later, he's starting the Jedi Academy, and he's got one kid he can see potentially ruin it all. And he has a split yeah. moment of a bad take. I mean, it's, I can still, I still think it's fair of like you and Josh don't like it. I think that's completely fair, but I can see how no, that would work. I can see, I can see where Ryan was going. I just think it needed to be, it needed to be told. It needed to be fleshed out more than just like quick little flashbacks. It should have been, yeah. it should have been highlighted more, you know, like I think, and this is where I think um, they did a better job with Obi-Wan. In, instead of Luke, because obviously they were masters of apprentices that turned against them, was that Obi Wan? Obi Wan did care for Anakin, but at one point he's like, "You're too far gone. I'm gonna have to kill you." Mm-hmm. But that was after Anakin had killed the entire Jedi Order, including children. So I mean, you can kind of yeah. see where Obi Wan was like, "I have to put you down now." Whereas Luke, yeah. was, whereas if if they had just made Kylo a little more evil, and maybe instead of instead of Luke walking in on Kylo sleeping, maybe he walks in on Kylo having just killed a bunch of people. Then I could be like, okay, then you put Kylo down. Not like this kid is sleeping and he's having a, a dark side dream. Exactly. Yeah. I think it just could have, it could have well, been refined a little bit more. Don't we, correct me if I'm wrong, but don't we learn from like background lore or comics or whatever that at that moment, um, Luke already knew the reason Leia sent him to be with Luke is because Snoke had been like communicating with him, right? Didn't we think? Didn't we know that? I feel like we did. Mm, well, I could be wrong. Leia, Leia says that the 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 moment she lost Kylo was when she sent him to Luke. Yeah, but I thought I remember some other place where she said that she sent him. She she put him with Luke because she knew that Snoke was like trying to get a hold of them i don't know but now it's not even snoke it was palpatine the whole time yeah it's bad dude you know i just realized something else at the end of last jedi luke like luke and leia are talking to each other and luke's like i can't save him and then leia's like i know my son's gone yeah i know and then three hours later and then in the rise of skywalker she's like no he's not gone i just gotta die so he'll come back Okay, now one thing I will say, which was brilliant about the Rise of Skywalker, was I really like how it it, it so you know Han goes, I'm not going to be able to turn him, I'm not a Jedi, and then Leia goes, you're his father, and I like that when Han Solo stepped onto that bridge, the whole time you think, oh, he failed to save his son, and then I like that yeah. that memory of Han comes back and that conversation they had actually did affect Kylo. I love that kind of. No, that was really that good. Was, yeah, yeah, that was awesome. I love that kind of like that carry through, but yeah, you're right. Um, and Leia's yeah. like, nah, he's gone. And then Luke goes, well, no one's ever really gone. And then Palpatine chuckles in the background. Yeah, <laughs> okay. And then get this. If you think Palpatine's a badass villain, he decided to come up not once, not twice, but three times a giant death ball. <laughs> he came up with, what do you mean? Yeah. He came up with, he said, death star one. Oh, that didn't work. We'll do Death oh, Star yeah. Two. Oh, that didn't work. We'll do Star. Oh, Killer. yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's. I'm like, see, that's that's why. Like, even even though it was already an unoriginal idea to begin with, at least when I watched Force Awakens, I thought, oh, 
here's here's Snoke in the first order trying to replicate something and do their own version. Yeah, and you could, now it's just like, oh, Palpatine did it three times. And you could have chalked it up to Snoke thought he could do it better. Snoke was like, hold my beer. Yeah. But in point of fact, it was. And he also does it different because it's Halloween out of planet. So it's different. Yeah. Yeah. And then, well, but, but then again, then see, something that I really like was that in Jedi uh, Fallen Order, uh, Cal Kestis visits the planet that they're hollowing out for Starkiller Base. Like, yeah. Even during the Empire's time. And I kind of like that. So it, it connects a little bit back more to Palpatine. But I mean, at some point, Palpatine, you got to realize that di- giant death balls, they ain't working for you. No, I know, dude. I don't know why. I really don't get um, what the Star Wars obsession is with Death Star because, like, it doesn't make sense. Like, it's so – the way that they bring up the Death Star is like how I'd envision a middle schooler writing a, uh, a story <laughs> because it's in it's in the first film, obviously. Um, it's excised from Empire, amazingly, uh, but it comes back in return. Yeah. Um, it's mentioned it's seen in revenge of the sith and then it's star killer base and force awakens they mentioned death star tech on the canon in last jedi yeah and then in and then return and then in uh rise of skywalker every single ship has death star tech yeah. it's like yeah. and then rogue one's about the death star i mean so here's my thing damn. rogue one rogue one made the death star cool and menacing and the for, force oh, for was, sure for and, sure and the a new hope it was great i don't i don't think yeah. we needed a death star for episode six i certainly don't like the, the star killer base in episode seven and then it's just overkill with uh with every planet it's like going to an apple keynote every time where they're like and now we have a bigger lighter with more memory death star and then they go and now it's yeah, horrible exactly. you know it's like it's like <laughs> oh gosh yeah exactly man Palpatine's going yeah, I, uh, a little clicker. You know, I like Starkiller Base only because I'm I'm a really big fan of Force Awakens, but I still think it was overdone. And concept, it, looked, it, so looks, it looks cool. It really does look cool. Yeah. Yeah, it does. But man, um closing thoughts uh for myself and then I'll let you go, Matt. And this is a good like this is a good venting sesh. We got to cover a lot. Definitely, here. man. This is awesome. Um yeah uh so i'd say you know i love the sequel trilogy i love star wars it was all a good time um you know theater experience last jedi was my was my least favorite of the trilogy but lore wise my least favorites um rise and i just i love i love force awakens Uh, as far as i can think right now i think force awakens is just my personal favorite i don't think it's the best i think it's my personal favorite probably star wars film total i just love force awakens yep um basically because i'm a huge kylo fan and i'm also i'm also a fan of ray i don't think she's a perfect character or anything but i also like ray mm-hmm. um yeah no, Ray's i like crazy. i like a lot of yeah i like a lot of things about i mean pretty much like everything about force awakens but uh um yeah they definitely thought up the stuff for 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 nine after the fact but what do you think matt before i let you go um i think on a whole I love that we are getting more Star Wars. I love that that, yep. that we have more content and that we're able to sit here and talk about Star Wars even more. And I love that, For sure. you know, Disney's acquisition of Star Wars means we're getting the Mandalorian. We're getting more Lego sets that go with these things. And I love that it's keeping Star Wars alive. And I think that's awesome. 
I just yep. if, and if I look at it from a a, uh, a a film perspective, they're fun, they're entertaining. Um, there's some good, great action, funny moments that harken and have and show that people that made these movies definitely have a love for Star Wars. I don't think anybody got on these sets and and said, you know what. We should just destroy Star Wars. They everybody came here and everybody wanted to make a good Star yeah. Wars movie. I just think in a lot of areas they miffed not on the filming, but on the on the on the connectivity and the lore. And as I, that's why I hate when people say Disney just did it for money. That's so false. I mean, obviously they're in the business to make money, but you do not watch these films and say, Oh, these are just made for money. They didn't care at all. There's passion everywhere. Well, I mean, and you can even see that in DC, Marvel. It's not like uh, obviously, yeah. obviously, Marvel, uh, Disney made the Marvel movies to make money. But you can tell that people that are behind it, like Kevin Feige, seems like the biggest Marvel fan from here. Yeah, they to, love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, I think I think these people they set out to make good Star Wars movies. I don't think they nailed it. George didn't even nail it either. I mean, let's be honest. There's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of things in in his movies that are like, you know. I mean, they- if you took Disney's like Disney's filmmaking and their money, and put it behind George when he was making the prequels, dude. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I think I think I think what the sequel trilogy needed wasn't it wasn't um, one director to direct all three. I think it was just one cohesive story, and I think that's all yeah. they needed. Yeah. And it should have yep. been a story that they thought of. And if they wanted it, if they really wanted it to connect all nine films together, they should have taken a done a better job of connecting it to the actual lore of the nine films. But yeah, they, well, here's the thing, dude. Let's be real. Let's be real here. If if it came down to Kylo versus Ray, it still connects the whole nine films. Yeah, it's still Skywalker. Exactly. Exactly. And then and then at the end and then at the end, if. And this is how I thought it was going to end back when um, The Last Jedi um, ended, was I thought that if you really wanted to do it, was I think I was going to – I said, Ray and Kylo were going to have an epic battle, and at the end, Kylo's going to kill Ray. Then he's going to realize he was wrong, and that moment of killing Ray was going to, like, snap him out, and so then he trades his life for hers. You could have tied that back into the prequels mm. by saying that to cheat death is a power only one has achieved, which – Let's not even get into the fact that everybody's now got force healing powers. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Because that's super deus ex machina. I mean, the only the only thing I can say is that she has the Jedi text, but yeah, it's still it's a, it's a can of worms that's been open now. Yeah, so but it's a, if, it's a, eventually they make they make ten an episode 10, 11, 12, or they even do like uh, movies that are set way in the future after episode nine, the healing has to be there now. Yeah, yeah. Well, because it's a Sith power. It's not a Jedi power, right? Well, yeah. I mean, it, well, according to like the prequels, it would seem that way. Yeah. yeah well, because the the Jedi were very much, if it's your time, it's your time. We're not going to manipulate the Force to create life or yeah. used it to kill life. See, dude. Oh, Rise of Skywalker screws so much yeah. stuff up. Well, and so, and at the end, at the end, the only person who knows how to heal people with the Force is Palpatine, because. Palpatine killed Plagueis, and Plagueis knew, so then Palpatine knew. Then you can say, okay, Palpatine may or may not have shared that power with Anakin. I don't think he did. I don't think Palpatine shared that power with anyone. So the, the, the ability to do it died with him. So it wasn't like a trait that was passed on. It was something you had to learn, like becoming a Force ghost. 
Yeah. And that, and so when when and then and then when Ray's like, oh, I just transferred a little bit of energy. I'm like, well, why didn't why didn't Anakin do that to save his mom? Just transfer a little bit of energy. It seems so simple. Exactly, man. Like that's the thing is like our our final film that's supposed to cover nine films. It just it, takes it, it completely takes. It takes yeah, it takes a, a blade and it cuts the lore into a thousand pieces. And it was on the last film. Yep, and you you're know? and you're like, left say what you want. Your head. Say what you want about Last Jedi. Say there was stupid subplots and 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 characters handled way you didn't want, whatever. But Last Jedi, it was still in the in the continuity of Star Wars. It was still completely pure. I, you know what, I agree. I think if you had to say which which film destroyed, I'm not gonna say destroyed, but really made it hard to piece it together, it's The Rise of Skywalker, not Last Jedi, because yeah. Last Jedi. I mean, yeah, okay, we have Force projection, but that actually kind of makes sense. The idea yeah. to keep someone from dying seems more like a whoa, that's a pretty big power. Yeah, for sure, man. I don't know, man. I, <sighs> I, I really, I, I just feel like the more the more I think about it and the more I pick at it, the more frustrated I become. And then so then I'm like, I that's don't where think I'm about, at. And then I'm like, oh, I don't want to think about it because I. And here's the thing it about makes you mad. Yeah, yeah, and here's the thing about online discourse. You go online and you like. Uh, tweet out a problem or something where you're like oh how does this make sense then everybody lops you like if i say oh i didn't like this part then you get like lumped in with the fandom that wanted to remake the last jedi and i'm like no 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 i didn't i don't i'm not part of those guys yeah i'm i'm, I'm kind of over here where i'm trying to be objective about it you know just the other day i tweeted out um about the whole luke sacrifice thing and how i wish they had kind of made it more impactful man i got so many people telling me all like well, I'm like, jeepers. Like, I was being, like, lumped in with yeah. this, like, uh, these, like, I, like, I was part, like, I was someone who bullied Kelly Marie Tran off Twitter. I'm like, I didn't even do that. Oh, yeah. I'm like, you're Yeah, just- it's just, like, there's two groups and you're either yeah. in one or the other type deal. It's because Yeah, that's so why, that's why I try to just, uh, well, you know, I try to just only post things that are broad Positive. strokes, you know, yeah. like, yeah, po- I mean, pause, like, I'll. I mean, I'm not saying I'll never post something that's not in a sense negative, but like, you know, as far as, and I have my personal Twitter and then I also post on sacred icon halo, but you know, I'll, I'm more likely to say I enjoyed rise of Skywalker because that's the truth. Yeah. I did enjoy it. I like, did. Yeah. I did. If I want to talk to somebody about the minute problems I had, I'll talk to Matt Salvatore on a podcast. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> but oh, all right, man. Yeah. It's, it's been great talking to you and dude, I could honestly talk for three more hours if I had the limited time. Um, but for sure. you know how that is. We can, we could talk about stars forever. So I, we got to uh, get, thanks a lot. We got to get a man. podcast going where I talk to you and Josh about this. Yeah, for sure. Cause Josh is by far a much bigger star Wars guy than me. So um, it's just, he's, his schedule is not as consistent as mine. Yeah. So, uh, for but, sure. uh, but thank you, definitely, thank you so man. Much. Thank you so much for having me on. This is always, always a fun time. Just, uh, I feel like if you talk about it on a podcast, it becomes a bit more of a uh, um, instructive debate instead of just everybody screaming about it online. Yeah, exactly. And this for me, this is therapeutic. And then for people who still want, because I know there's plenty of people out there like me who are just sitting around thinking about Star Wars all the time still, so they can listen to this podcast, listen to this episode, and maybe it'll you know be therapeutic for them. So <laughs> right on. Thank you so much, man. All right, Matt. Yep, I'll talk to you later. Have a good one, man. You as well. Peace. Peace.